four trends that can help supercharge the new year. Hi, everyone. I'm David G., the host of PSB Insider, the Synchrony Insights Edition. This is number six in a series. And joining us, as always, as he has, Charles Smith, the AVP of Sales for Outdoor at Synchrony. Welcome back to the show. Good to see you and happy holidays, Charles. Same to you, David. Uh, wasn't that long ago we got to see each other. So uh, uh, glad to be back. Interesting you mentioned that. It does seem like a long time ago. That was at the beginning of November. We saw each other at Dallas at uh, uh, the Power Sports Business Accelerate uh, Conference and uh, also there with uh, Outdoor Power Equipment Dealer Forum and, and Boating Industry Elevate all together talking about how the power sports industry can can work together collectively and uh, share best practices and lessons learned. And I learned a lot. Hope you did as well. And you have come to the right place if you are looking to learn about how to better your dealership in 2024. Before we get to that, though, we're not quite wrapped up on 2023. Let's talk about that. From the highs of consumers clamoring for pre-sale vehicles as manufacturers work through supply chain issues to the lows of inflation still impacting consumers and merchants alike, 2023 was a year to remember. Despite the speed bumps, though, and some unexpected turns, as always, Power sport dealers who have navigated the challenges of 2023 should be excited to use those lessons to their advantage in the coming new year. And we're going to talk about that. So four trends that can help power dealerships into 2024. Can't wait to dig in, Charles. First, changing seasons. That's really an opportunity, isn't it? At the conference in Dallas, it was interesting to hear a lot of... Um... You know, a lot of feedback from dealers, from colleagues, from, you know, people within the industry about how things are are changing and evolving. And, and as an enthusiast as well, like I walk into a dealership and there's never been a better time to buy. There's never been better selection. Um, the amount of new models that have come out, uh, manufacturers releasing all new segments that they've never entered. Um a few of our partners have big announcements coming here after the first of the year with entering new segments. And, and we're talking gasoline powered, hybrid powered, electric, uh, you know, vehicles. So that that always creates excitement and buzz. Um, and I think it's also neat how the manufacturers are also like timing these releases throughout the year to help keep keep interest high. Um, but we're also moving into, you know, Q4. We're in Q4. Uh, we're talking typically the holiday selling season for for most people in most areas. Um, you know, so there there's a lot of excitement between the new models with the holidays, you know, gift giving, things like that. Um, we got to be remembering to help cater to those those folks and, and make it easy to purchase. This year, this upcoming season, really vastly different than it was just a year ago, isn't it? Yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of been a, a bit of a roller coaster here in this last year of, of uh, um, you know, things that we're talking about and in ways that have continued to change. But, um, you know, now when we look back a year ago, uh, inventory was, was starting to arrive at dealerships. Uh, a lot of dealers were still working through a backlog of pre-orders. Inventory may have been arriving, but it wasn't always the units that were um, customers had been waiting on. So they were starting to get product in, dealing with you know how to how to handle and manage that um, interest rates. Uh, we all know there's been a lot of uh, uh, Fed rate increases this last year, year and a half, and and uh, you know now we've hopefully uh, kind of plateaued a little bit. But when we look back a year ago, rates were up, but not like they were today. Um, demand 
mm, arguably was higher uh, a year ago. Um, you know, maybe maybe more so of uh, actionable demand. Let's let's say where consumers are ready to go ahead and put down a deposit on a unit. They're they're waiting for something to come in, and and now maybe that approach has, has slowed down just a little bit. Talk a little bit about that holistic approach and some of the pieces that are involved in that. Yeah, I, th- I think it begins with kind of a uh, you know a little bit of a back to basics. Um, you know, within the dealership and back to the basics doesn't necessarily mean going back to the way we did things before, but there are key high level topics and, and ideas that need to be focused on, um, you know, obviously customer service. Um, yeah, I'll, we'll mention Chick-fil-A, like I'm in Georgia. So there's a Chick-fil-A on every, every corner. Typically you go into a Chick-fil-A, you know, you're going to get that same level of experience and no matter it's a drive through a walk-in, a to-go order, you know, whatever it looks like that, that customer service level. And not just at one location, at all locations. So as a consumer, that's what we're trained. That's what we're, we're expecting to get. So, um, you know, going into a power sports dealership, whether it's in the sales department, parts department, the service department, our customers need to be treated with a high level um, of, of respect, of courtesy, and, and really make that a wow uh, experience. So high level of customer service. Ecom channels, um, I, I think, are also important, and 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 not only is is that digital experience uh, limited to maybe a website. It's also Facebook, Instagram, social media, email communication, texting. Um, you know, whatever that digital experience is with the, uh, you know, with the customer, it really should be consistent throughout the uh, throughout the dealership, and and uh, and and also pointing back to the. The first one there, make sure it's a high level of customer uh, services being provided. I think we also need to keep a look at, you know, how we're presenting options for how customers pay. We've we've talked about it before of making sure that, you know, the dealership experience online, in person, uh, you know, the e-experience or the digital experience also includes, you know, how, how do we pay? Um, and and we, we, we've talked about the rates are rising. Um, at the end of the day, that's that's kind of a knee-jerk reaction when customers were we're used to looking at low to middle single digits. Now we're talking about double digit rates sometimes, um, but it really it comes down to affordability and affordability means can they afford the payment? So let's talk about how we present payment options. Uh, you know, when we're pricing, maybe also include, you know, as low as or from, you know, uh, from from that perspective. So a consumer can really relate to what it fits into their budget. You mentioned financing. Talk about training the team to discuss financing. That that is something we have to be deliberate about, isn't it? You know, when we again kind of just talking about our our consumer experience for ourselves. You know, when we go into different retail environments and mass merchants, a lot of times, you know, there's a consistent line that's presented of you know, would you like to take advantage of X Y Z promotion today, or are are you aware that we offer this particular promotion? And and um, what I find that's interesting, you know, again, Synchrony does does so much research and. Um, a little while back, we released our ninth major purchase uh, journey study and where we, we learned so much about, uh, you know, con- consumer behavior and how they're acting and what they're doing. And um, a couple a couple things that really popped out to me were that it, that four out of 10 consumers had to initiate the conversation themselves uh, when they're talking about in-store financing. Um, it, it, it's baffling. Maybe I'm hungry because I keep giving food references, but uh, I think about going into some non-Chick-fil-A's and you kind of have that standoff of, will you take my order or do you ask or what? And the and the consumer's having to present it. And that's not a great experience. If your staff's trained 
correctly uh, and they're confident in what they're presenting, then they're going to reach out to you and say, hey, David, did you know that we have financing solutions available to help you with this purchase today? Um, waiting for the consumer to bring it up um, is usually maybe a lack of training, a uh, lack of comfort level to have those conversation and, and confidence. Um, but we know it's a big part of, you know, of that, that decision-making process where, um, you know, the, the majority of them, 66% of people agree that, uh, that we, that we spoke with the financing makes larger purchases more affordable. You're not having to save up to make that purchase. And when you've got financing available, you can go ahead and scratch that itch today and, and take off in that new vehicle. Or even, you know, with some of our other solutions like the outdoors card, maybe it's getting back on the road. Maybe it's a larger service uh, repair bill that you aren't expecting. You know, one thing that's that's also nice is that through these studies, we get a little taste and 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 look into what the consumers are, are seeing and feeling. And, and a little glimmer of hope here, I guess, is that 69% of those have a positive outlook for next year. And that's the highest since earlier this year, back in March. So, you know, we're going into this 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 uh, holiday season, kind of moving into off season, let's say, but customers and consumers, they're feeling good about this. We've heard so much about how much consumers are researching the product, the financing before they walk in and how far down the sales funnel they are. I think we sometimes give short shrift to how important the in-person experience at the store still is. I know you have some statistics to back that up. Talk a little bit about that and how critical this is to the sales process still. Most people that are looking at looking for trends and things to comp to, we're looking back to 2019, right? Like we're looking to pre-COVID and, and what what's happening and and uh, uh you know David, you, you, you know, synchrony and, and the amount of uh, data that we pull together in surveys and tests and studies. And, and uh, so kind of uh, adding, adding into that, when we look at, you know, 2019 levels, um, consumers started their purchase path on a mobile device, iPad, iPhone, cell phone, Android, you know, whatever, whatever the case, 48% started there. And then we get into the peak of COVID, let's say in 2021, that jumped to 76%. It's peeled back to just over half, 53% now. So, so we're feeling that, you know, they're they're still continuing on that digital journey in that path, but the actual purchase transactions have even gone, you know, kind of that that direction as well. Um, as maybe it's a little more generational, where younger consumers are more comfortable and confident in that in that digital path. Boomers, Gen X might be a little more of an in-person uh type environment that they're comfortable with but um nevertheless we still have multiple types and generations of consumers that we need to be aware of how they want to do business um now that that in-person option is really back in full force we see a big shift back uh you know for me personally I, i'm a feel touch i want to see i want to see the paint right like i don't want to just order something and have it show up at my door um unless it's you know some basic household items but a major purchase like this uh, that's me where I have friends that that are the, that are the opposite. They're just as happy handling that, having it delivered, make it easy. They're 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 going to expect a certain level of service where uh, uh, but the, I think the key is to make sure that we we're giving those options to all those people. You know, uh, I'm looking at some of those statistics. One last thing before we move on to to the next topic and the next trend is that 87 percent 
of the people you surveyed said the salesperson had some role in their final purchase decision. 87%, nine out of 10 people said the salesperson played a critical part. So don't discount the role and the importance of your staff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Help them. Again, if we go back yes. to that, back to the basics, yes. help them have those that confidence level to have those conversations yeah. Included earlier in the sales process, bring it into the funnel, and and we go back. You know, half of them are still beginning online or better. Um, you know, make sure that that process is introduced there too, and then the salespeople in person can help continue that that customer's journey and talk about financing. Such good tips. Trend number three: aftermarket. Aftermarket is an opportunity for personalized experience. Personalized experience, the holy grail of retailing. We hear about it all the time. We talk about it aftermarket. Let's hear about that, Charles. When I when I think about this topic, you know, just kind of having that wow experience in a dealership and and uh, you know, we're talking aftermarket sales, maybe after sales of OEM items, you know, just just things that are, that are coming uh in addition to the to the unit purchase and um Unfortunately, the, the consumers have told us they're they're not getting wowed. You know, 43% of consumers felt their in-store experience was personalized. That's more than half are being left feeling unfulfilled. Um, I think about just some easy, easy things. A lot of dealerships that are that we're uh, you know talking with and working with that are listening to this podcast. Um, you know, side-by-side -side businesses absolutely, you know, gone bananas, and that's a big piece of most dealers. Um, David, you and I talked about this a little bit accelerate about the the marine business and having you know, even personal watercraft and you know in my head I envision you know having prepared kits if you're going to buy a boat or a wave runner like why, why not have a safety kit prepared so that way when the customer is looking at the watercraft they can walk the salesperson can walk them over and say hey look this is this is something we've put together knowing that these are common items that will probably go well with your purchase Let's let's kind of help create this package for you. Um, maybe it's a family buying dirt bikes for the holidays. Why not have a, a sample uh, ready to go helmet, pants, gloves, jersey, boots, goggles, the whole bit, and make that process much more presentable to them. Um, I'm a father of two girls. My girls started riding dirt bikes young. So if that's being presented to me, when they're little girls, they like to pink. So make sure that it's pink gear. Make sure it's appropriate to the customer and make them feel special. Let's talk about following up on lost sales. I'm sure it's uh, an area that most or all dealerships could could shore up on. Talk a little bit about the value of following up on lost sales. Lost sales were lost for a reason. Um, you know, the, the easy pickings uh, tend to flow through somebody that's ready to purchase, maybe somebody that is just absolutely ready to go. But when you have hesitations and, and um, you know, pushback that you can't necessarily overcome, Maybe it turns into a lost sale. You know, I'm referring more to like a major unit purchase, but it also happens at the parts counter. Uh, maybe you didn't have that item in stock and you've pulled a report because now you're tracking lost sales at your dealership of, hey, I didn't have that uh, that 200 series uh, tire in stock. I've got five lost sales. Let me reach back out to those folks, make them aware that we now are stocking that particular tire. Um, maybe they've already purchased someplace else, but now they'll know and they could come back in, but maybe they haven't. Maybe they couldn't find a place that had that. So now they're back in. And if you can convert, you know, just, just a piece of that 10% or, or, you know, thereabouts like that, that'll go a long way. Um, I also think about lost sales based on inventory. Like we talked about how inventory 
maybe wasn't available last year or the, or the product the customer is looking for, maybe that product's available now. As, as a salesperson, are you able to go back into your archives and say, hey, I, I lost the, the ATV sale because I didn't have green in stock. Now I have green in stock. Let me go back through and connect with my, my folks. Maybe, maybe they didn't purchase it all yet. And, and when I have that conversation, you know, again, going back to earlier in the funnel, are we discussing financing and make that easy? Because it's it's the holidays. I'm spending more money than I typically do this time of year as far as cash outlay. And if I was presented with that opportunity of, hey, we've got a special running this month, we've got the unit you were looking for in the past, those those are a little more challenging. But I'm also hearing from dealerships that floor traffic's down. You know, this, the, the number of leads coming in is down. So let's go back and, and work some of those leads that, that we had previously. Well, we know that that the pro shops and and the the gear part services gear uh, can always help add to the bottom line of of a dealership. But you can also help that by bundling some of those things and uh, talk about bundling and and using some synchrony uh, programs. Yeah, yeah. Kind of think about those packages as well. Uh, wherever we're doing business now, it seems like it's we're being presented with a payment amount for that particular purchase. Uh, booked some plane tickets recently for for family trip. Uh, and as I'm checking out, there's there's a payment option available. And, and why, why aren't we doing that, you know, in store? Why are we not able to, you know, again, talk about, again, with the holidays, having maybe an, a safety gear or riding gear um, package presented to the customer for, you know, six equal payments of whatever, six months deferred interest is available. And these are all things that the Synchrony has available, especially with our outdoors card. Um, and then if it's the unit itself, our advanced structure allows for the customer to include those items in the in the purchase of the unit to make one payment. Um, now, that doesn't always work that way. You know, maybe the customer comes back in three weeks later and they've decided, I really should have bought X, Y, and Z. Again, we have the outdoors card uh, there to help help make that affordable for them. Well, trend number four, the economy. Of all the things that we can talk about that are drivers for power sports business, outdoor recreation, it's the economy. We know, we heard an economist at the conference you and I were at in uh, Charles in, uh, in Dallas in early November. We heard about the in, you know inflation rate. We heard about soft landings. We heard about the R word and all those other things. But all we do know for sure, I feel like, is that inflation hasn't gone away. Talk about the impacts of inflation and high prices and and what it, what it's doing at at the at the retail level. Uh, one of the one of the two key takeaways the uh, you know the speaker was uh, uh, you know chief economist from the Chamber of Commerce and two things that kind of resonated with me you know really really more so as as my with my consumer hat on is that uh, inflation is slowing. But prices are not reverting back to what they were. Uh, there, there's a bit of an expectation with myself of, oh, well, I'll just maybe I'll wait and I'll buy that item because it's going to go back to 2019 pricing, and that's not the case. So we're we're working through and figuring those things out. And and he he also mentioned that you know household income is rising quicker than than what inflation is. So we're we're going to be able to uh, you know typically. Not everyone, but a lot of us will be able to balance that out where we're going to kind of get used to the the new world of of where things are in terms of price and and how how do we afford those things? And how do we as a retail 
retailer? How do we focus in those conversations with the consumers to help them understand, um, you know, about how things can be made affordable? Um, we, we know, you know, 63% of consumers are telling us inflation is a top influence on their spending. So, you know, again, the, the more tools you have to understand the insights of a consumer will help you with those conversations and how to how to overcome that. Right. And I, I know you are, are dealing with a, a fresh piece of research. I'm looking at some notes right now in sync with consumers, uh, something that that Synchrony just did this month, actually. And and one of the things that that I'm pulling out is exactly what I was reading literally an hour before I started this podcast. And that uh, happened to do with the boating industry at the the entry level and the middle level. Consumers are very, very concerned about inflation uh, at the high end, not so much. Talk about what InSync uh, with consumers, your latest research uh, had to say about those middle income consumers. I kind of think back to earlier this year and, and how, you know, throughout the year, there's there's kind of been this up and down with sentiment based on, you know, really based on inflation. But, um, you know, early in the first half of 23, those, those middle income consumers have kind of they flipped a little bit. Now they've pivoted back to um, that they're 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 more concerned now about inflation again. We had some easing. Now it's it's kind of coming back again. And there there could be some outside factors impacting that that feeling and thought. Um, you know, things that are happening globally. We watch the news, and the news isn't always positive, unfortunately. Uh, so there there's always that that pressure. And then just really the. The holidays. Uh, a lot of people are adding spending, and they're paying attention to to their budgets a little bit more. Maybe uh, I, I know for me, I am, and and I kind of can feel uh, you know some more of those items. So uh, again, I think just you know awareness and having these conversations with those consumers, and making sure that we're 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 getting we're speaking their language on how we can uh, fit into their find ways to fit into their budget. Yeah, you mentioned how negative the news is. We can all all be put off by that, whether we're we're dealers or consumers. But that brings us to a great action item, and that is the power of focusing on the positives, and specifically when it comes to promotional financing. One of the fun parts of working in this industry is that we sell toys. We we sell products that that people want. They're aspirational items. You want to enjoy a day on the water, out on the road, out on the trails. And, and it's something that, you know, people, people are continuing to golf. People are continuing to RV. They're continuing to do these things because they love it. Um, we're, we're in an industry that's full of passion, uh, enthusiasts. It's uh, my, my buddy always says, do you ever see anybody not smiling on a jet ski? And it's true. It's, it's just, it's, it's a fun thing to, to be a part of. And, um, you know, having having people come into this industry, um, continue it to grow and and create new ridership is really what we need to to continue it on. And and you know, with these points we've talked about, rising costs, inflation, things like that, it's even more important now to to include financing everywhere. Uh, the days of online pricing, call for price, you know, email for price. No, like we we need to make this as comfortable as as possible uh, for people, and and shockingly, most people will find that the payment that's available is less than what they think. Um, I hear it all the time. Wow, I can buy that that small 
you know, scooter for less than my cell phone payment. That's great. Let me, let me get one. And, and the consumers are they're, I mean, they're, they're telling us this, right? Like, you know, we mentioned it earlier that two thirds of those consumers agree that financing makes those larger purchases more affordable. So let's make sure we're, we're continuing to have that conversation. We're not manufacturers. We can't do anything about some of these rising prices. We can't do anything about uh, inflation, but we certainly can do something about financing, right? And that makes the whole thing more palatable. Yeah, exactly. And I think too, it's, you know, it, it goes back to, um, you know, that lifestyle, you know, enjoying, enjoying this business and having people come in, um, bringing people together, whether it's, again, we have the holidays coming up, you know, it, it's a great time to host some events and dealerships, you know, bring these folks together. And the more that that lifestyle becomes a part of their day to day, the more these are not toys, they're not wants that they become needs. Um, for me, I need a motorcycle. It's good for my sanity. So <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you, Charles, once again, for being a, a part of this. This is number six in a series. We look forward to continuing the conversation in, in 2024. Happy holidays to you and, and happy holidays to everyone. I'm sure that there are lots of great nuggets and in, in, uh, takeaways and trends that people can pull out to make their 2024 a happy new year. So happy new year and happy holidays to you, Charles. Same to you, David. Looking forward to next year. As I am as well. Thanks again for being here. I'm David G, host of Power Sports Insider, the Synchrony Insights Edition. Thank you for listening. Be safe, be well, and we will see you in 2024. So long, everyone.